Tierra Music. episode of Cutting Board. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be. This is your host, Mike Rose. Listen, I'm here with an awesome person. Until Apple made me change her name on my phone, it was just Fit Body, because that's where I was at in my life. <laughs> Apple made me change your name to, to Nikki. <laughs> to Nikki? Yeah, and it changed your picture and your name. And I was like, I like Fit Body. I wanted to leave it there. I know what your real name is. I don't I'm care. <laughs> but we here. It's lit. Yeah, we were supposed to do this last season, and we are yeah. here. It wasn't my season that season. So. Listen, it wasn't my season either. Listen, it wasn't working. But I, it's peak week and it's it's lit. It's peak week. It's Can you tell them what that what is tell them for what who don't know that what so that means? I am a competitor. I am Big facts. a bikini competitor and soon to be I'm making my um, debut in wellness. Oof. Um, women's wellness for the organization uh, federation uh, OCB. Um, I already did a bikini for the WNBF. Um, so, whole different category, whole different federation. And Peak Week is the week of the show. Peak Week is the week that all, like, literally everything comes together. The magic happens. Like, you you have a whole different body during Peak Week that you didn't have last week up until show day. Show day you is, is, is where your package is going to show the most. But Peak Week is uh, for girls. It's the week that, you know, you're getting your hair, your nails, your wax, like you're making sure your tan is on point, your polygraph, everything. It's peak week is that week that, that everything is going to just start peaking out, honestly. Mm. So um, I'm excited. Um, I want to say I, ju- I got excited during peak week because last week everybody was asking me, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? excited? And I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. Like, it feels good, but I'm all right, but... Yeah, it's peak week. Your energy is loud. Like, you came in here real bright. <laughs> and uh, there's so many angles we could take that conversation. So, first of all, first and foremost, I was sharing with Nikki that literally I see her as a celebrity. We went to school with some people who really turned out really dope in life. And the fact that the humility has stuck um I think you was like that in school too. Like even, you know, I was cool with certain social groups, but you always spoke. It was always cool. And even as adults, you whenever you see me in public, you speak. So I think that that speaks a lot to, you know, the person. But I, when when you call me uh, a little earlier, and I'm like, yo, if we gotta reschedule, I know it's peak week. It's whatever. He was like, no, I already planned for this. I'm like, okay. But in my head, I'm like, yo, it's game time. Like, it's full-blown. This is a part of the game. See? And that's it. Because y- y'all know how I do. I provide food when we do our pod. And, I, you know, 
I, I pay attention to the journey, so I know we're not doing no meat and nothing like that. But I was about to get in my, you know, curry chickpea tofu bag. We was about to, if I had to hit fire and spice real quick, we was going to do something lit and then come back around. But she's like, nah, I'm not doing nothing this peak week. I'm like, I need peak week to be a peak life because I need to get right. But neither here nor there. So we were talking about a few different angles. Um, normally, so this is what I normally do, which I actually deleted. I normally push record when people don't know that I push record already mm-hmm. to get the candid conversation. Mm-hmm. But nah, we're gonna let, we're gonna walk these people into the, the depth of what this is. Yeah. Cause I'm gonna tell you something. Your face card, hundred <laughs> percent. But I don't know if people know that you really got a lot going on in your mental. Like there's layers to this. So first thing that we, you know, I wanted to push start when we started talking about. Jada and Will, their whole situation and all that. And she came in here and really kind of shifted my perspective. It made me think about it. Propaganda and how people want the narrative to be is less important, less important than the actual truth. The actual truth is what matters because you can see a lot of things and you can perceive a lot of things. But if you never find out the truth, you're only based on a one-sided opinion. I'm that person, though. Like, I don't like how celebrities get dragged for like being human beings like they just because they have money and they live these lavish lives Mm -hmm. they still go through real life like human being shit like like i said jada like i said like jada made it very clear in her podcast with jay shetty that Mm they're they haven't been married since they haven't been together right, since 2016 yeah. but they're they're still married and they're still trying to figure things out they're but trying to they don't sense, they don't want to be out of each other's life like they're trying to figure out what's going to work the mm-hmm. best how, how what's going to work the but best you said for them being a person with money not we're, we're looking at them for the money they're just people with money so like just like if you was in a relationship you you got to try to figure out what you know idiosyncrasies really work for everybody and while you're painting it, it's almost like we, we are co- we've come to Will's rescue, not knowing that he was in agreement the whole time. That's what I'm saying. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how are we attacking Jada for Will? Like, Will knows exactly what's going on. He's mm-hmm. not confused. He's not being ambushed. He's not being hit over the head with this. Right. He's fully aware of what's going on. But that perspective that, you know, the little clips on the interviews where Jada's saying stuff about Tupac and she's saying she... You know, she hasn't been called Will's wife. Mm. Like, we're not going to act like we haven't been in a situation where, like, I can I can actually visualize how that went. She's saying that he hasn't called her his wife in so long, and they were out that long, and he was like, keep my wife's name. He yeah. probably, in that moment, felt he like, felt yo, it. this is still my wife. Yeah, like, we're not the, together, but this is my wife. Like, Can we, can we put a thumbtack right there? There's so many scenarios or conspiracies about what actually happened that night. Um, some say it was a skit. Some say it wasn't real. Some say Chris Rock has a mental defect where he can't really discern what the atmosphere. Like even his brother spoke about it. Like even as a kid, Chris would never know to duck from danger because he has some type of I believe it's autism somewhere on the spectrum. But even still, ain't no grown man about to walk on me full cock it back, and I don't see that. My part was I feel like Will overdid himself. Like y'all boys. Y'all talk. Y'all y'all have relationship. If he was wrong, he violated. You tell your man's that he violated. You don't get up there in this. Uh, let me say it in a, in a nice way. In a in a non 
Afrocentric space and smack another black man. And then you get banned from the show for umpteen years for what? I just feel like that whole situation was very, very weird because, like, well, how did... I don't know. I kind of want to play it back. Like, I so Will, Will, like, walked up, like, got slow motion, seat, and slow then, like, open handedly smacked him. It, that's like, I don't know. It's like really weird. But, I mean, it's not saying it can't happen, but. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like some, some th- sometimes people are triggered. You never know. I talk about this with my therapist. You never know. Shout out to therapy. Seriously. Um, you never know what your triggers are. So you have to just learn how to just cope mm-hmm. with everything and control your emotions. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Emotional intelligence goes a long like, way. Like, I tell people all the time. You will be so unstoppable if you learn to control your emotions. Big facts. Like it's just like I'm. It's still I'm still working on mastering it, but like controlling your emotions is like a whole nother power. It is. It keeps you. So you know, I made reference to this before. There's this movie called Undisputed with um, Wesley Snipes, and long story short, he's in prison. They put him in solitary confinement, and the warden comes to let him out. He's, the warden says to him, "How are you okay?" Most time. We got to drag people out of solitary confinement. You're fine. He says, I live inside my head. And that changed my life because it showed that he had more control inwardly than outwardly. I may be in a situation. Yeah, they, they lose they lose their minds. Yeah, they, they're, that's they the get point of solitary confinement. They're, they're literally, like, they literally, they literally lose themselves in their head and they... they Seeing stuff that they're really not seeing, right. they're hearing stuff they really—they're not controlling their thoughts and their emotions. Right. So when I seen that, and then now as an older adult, learning the therapeutic side of you know emotional intelligence and learning that honestly, if you really control your stuff, so to speak, it's almost like you're impregnable. Like no one can get in there, no one can bother you. So here's the thing: Go. a lot of a lot of human beings. So I feel like you can kind of take advantage of solitary confinement because... Yes, you can. Yeah, because a lot of human beings don't even know what it's like to be by themselves. They don't even like themselves enough to stay by themselves. Like, you put someone in a room by themselves, and they don't even know. They lose it. They need their phone. They need the TV. I need need my friend. I need my phone. I need need Mm -hmm. the iPad. I need need whatever. I I need to go like something. I need to go scroll on Instagram. No. Be by yourself. Be by yourself. Can I... So, it's to the point where I wake up earlier on purpose... So I'm by myself. Like, there'll be a bunch of people here. They don't wake up on the time I wake up on. So I'll sit here in the dark and just piece myself together. All right, what happened yesterday that you don't need to happen today? Why did that? So um, I think my, my, one of my homeboys, shout out CJ, was talking about, it's called a Socratic method of thought, where you question yourself until you inevitably end up at an answer. So I would continually just ask myself this question. Why? Why did you do that? Why did you behave like that? Why did you spend that money? And it basically makes me boil down to root issues. Too much. We spend too much time on fruit. We spend too much time on the actual behavior and not the reason behind the behavior. Because if I stop the behavior, that's cool. I never dealt with the issue that caused the behavior, though. Oh, yeah. You got to deal with the issue that caused the behavior. Because yeah. it's just going to turn into something dig. else. Yeah, go, go dig. So usually in the morning, you know, I'll get up, I'll pray, I'll read, and then I'll stop. Okay. What are we working on? Honestly the most hardest thing I've ever done as an adult is work on me and realize that I am not right all the time and taking the time to realize even if I think I'm right 
I'm also responsible for how people perceive me. So if I think I'm right and they think I'm wrong, what's really the issue? How can I make this more palatable or better? It sucks. Because it hurts. It's almost, it's almost like uprooting a tree. You ever see how many roots are on the bottom of a tree? And how, They got to dig so deep to get them roots mm-hmm. out. It's the same thing with a learned behavior. You got to go into your psyche and dig so deep to pull out that root. Like, oh, my dad yelled at me when I was a kid, so this is why I behaved to loud noises. Oh, okay. Dot, dot, dot. Add it to the you know list of things that you, you know why now. Because you become less triggered when you know why. Because now, for instance, I don't like being touched for the most part. There's some childhood issues that stem from that. And, you know, shout out to my dog. Y'all can hear him beating on the door because he's nosy. But I don't like being touched. So after a certain point, I, I will remind you, all right, you're too close to me. Please, please move. Before, I would lash out. I'd make you leave me alone. Now I know why, though. So then... It's not your responsibility to move. It's my responsibility to not be in the way. Or either letting you know that I'm uncomfortable. People don't listen to that. Yeah, People think I'd be joking. I'd be so serious. Like, no, no, you're too close to me. You should move. Please. Like, yeah, so you can say you're too close to me. Can you move? But if they don't move, then, yeah, you take it upon I, yourself. I and you, yeah. yeah. I'm not about to make my trigger your problem. Because old me, oh, no, we're going to fight now. Now I'm triggered into aggression. We're going to fight. Or I could just leave you alone. So more often times than not, I will walk away from people. Or walk away without even saying nothing. My social meter, it'd be a little low. Once that thing tap out, I'm out of there. All right. Love y'all. See you later. Oh, you're like me. Once my social battery is on, I'm, I'm gone. Uh, good night. No, excuse. You can't make me stay any longer. No, because I'm just exhausted. And I need to recharge. And now what could come out of my mouth now is your responsibility. Because I tried to leave. And you, got <laughs> you got me stuck here. I need to go. Like, I love being sociable. I love communicating with people. I've come to a, a greater understanding of myself. Okay, I don't need to go to that. Or, ooh, I can see that person's energy from over here. Nope. I don't want no parts of that. I need to walk away. Or, I thoroughly enjoy good people. This whole, y'all know, season four is all about people who inspire me. We're going to get into why I'm not calling her Nick. I'm calling her Fit Body because I want to. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's such an inspiration to me. Like, I I don't know. It's almost like morning mantras. Watching your social media, like people don't know what it takes to transform your body. Like people think, oh, just go, just do some cardio and and you know cal- caloric deficit, you'll be fine. No, no, no. That's how you lose weight. I'm talking about transforming your body to to respond like a machine. To this angle looks like this, and that looks like that, and this muscle accentuates here. It takes a lot of effort. Yes. And I don't, I don't know how you make it through the day, yo. I don't have enough discipline to listen, get through half your workout. Not even hurt. Your warm up will probably wear me out, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm all set. So I, just, I live vicariously through you. So my fitness journey is lived through you. So when you make strides, it's us. Go team. Wow. <laughs> Go team. It's I'm us. I'm going to need you to put some more <laughs> movement into that. I'm trying. I, I appreciate the support. I appreciate the love. Um, you've definitely been supportive throughout the years. Um, I have been personal training for about seven years now. And I have been a competitor for a, a couple years now. Um, I've been away from the stage for two years. Um, so this, again, this show was very important to me. 
Um, there was uh, multiple reasons why I haven't got back on stage. Um, I dealt with a lot of grief. Um, I had lost my granddad, um, somebody very, very important to me. And then um, I also lost a dear friend of mine to cancer right after I found out my mom had stage three cancer, That's which is now stage four. Uh, so it, um, it, I just, I couldn't, I didn't have it in my heart to get on stage, but now I have my, my heart isn't full without the stage. Mm. So, um, just the discipline, the routine, the dedication, my team, everything just kind of aligns with what I want to do and how I do it. And I have such positive coaches, very, very, very experienced and skilled and, my biggest supporters. Um, Takes a village, man. It does. Um, so, I, like I said, I'm just super, super excited to get back on stage. It's just so much more to it than, you know, getting in a $600 suit and getting on stage, prancing around in hills. It's, you, you got me with the $600 suit. That's the... My yeah, people are, like, people are like, oh, that bathing suit. I'm like, first of all, it's a suit. Baby, I paid a lot of money for it's this. It's a suit, not this a bathing a, this suit. This is This is a, a I'm not suit. swimming in this. No. <laughs> No, no, I'm this, not. This is not even going to the beach with me. No, it's not. This is once this competition is over, there's a hanger with a plastic bag in my closet for this to go back up on. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, um, suits are up there. I, Listen, I've I've watched a lot. I used to watch a lot of um, what's my man name? Ronnie Coleman, Jay Cutler, a lot of Mister uh, Mister Olympia, Arnold Schwarzenegger stuff. And you think that all these dudes do is pump iron? I watched uh, Ronnie Coleman's special on, on Netflix. I did too. It, it hurt my heart because he's such a lover of the sport and he beat his body to smithereens. They all, they, so a lot of them just like, in my opinion, take it too far. Mm. Um, so I will say that uh, my team, we do natural shows. Nice. So no, none of that stuff. Um Gotta, Everything is all natural. <laughs> um, I did ro- watch the Ronnie Coleman um he was he's a legend. Yo, not he's still lifting. He, I don't know how. He's still lifting? What? Watching my man in the gym makes me feel like I'm not doing nothing in life. I got to I got to go on YouTube because I want to actually see like some of his recent stuff. And it, I didn't I didn't I didn't know he was still with the recent stuff. It hurts. Because you see this man's heart like you said, you see his heart for the sport. You see the heart for the competing and he's not competing. He's do, basically doing enough to stay alive. Because after his body tapped out, his body literally tapped out. There was nothing left for him to give. Yeah. So this dude used to be bigger than a daggone, you know, coop. He's now shrunk and shriveled, two canes at the same time, can't stand up straight. Mm. And he looked at dudes like Jay Cutler, who actually looks pretty fine for the most part. So it's like, and oh, I got to say, shout out to C.T. Fletcher. I love C.T. They, they call him a Compton Superman. He was one of the dudes who went hard too and had two, I believe, two massive, uh, what was it, two massive heart attacks. Mm. And he lifts a little bit now, but can't lift because of all the stuff. Watching these men transform their bodies is so much. Even when I see Arnold Schwarzenegger in movies now, that's not the Arnold I met in Twins. That's not the Arnold I met when he first got from Austria over here. Yeah. Arnold was a house. Yeah. So it, it's, 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 listen, the body is like a really beautiful thing because I look at pictures from like show day and 
I look at pictures from like what April, May, and like I, you know, I gained my weight back. I went through uh, post show blues. Mm. Um, it's like post show depression. I watched that. That um, a lot of people aren't really talk to about that, and I was briefly talked to about that, and I it, it hit me hard because Since I was praying for you. I was praying for you. I I leave it like that. Because someone who deals with depression, I saw it. After, I believe it was after your last show, mm-hmm. and you had posted something. And, you know, I, I want to remember what the post said, but everyone tries to give the politically correct response after you didn't win. So, okay, cool. Nah, I read through that. And then you kind of seen certain changes afterwards. And I was like, well, I feel like everybody was confused because I did win first place, and they're like, "So, what are you depressed about?" It's, it's that feeling of what next. It's that feeling. So of, you did win. I did win. That's I won first not place. How I interpreted that? Oh, no, snap. I won first place. Oh, you, yeah, you lit. I won first place, and afterwards, I just felt like. What now? What now? I felt, I felt confused. I felt. How am I gonna beat this girl? Mm. And the girl was me. How mm, am I gonna? How am I gonna beat this girl for next show? Like, how am I gonna come in harder this sh- the next show? What is my next move? Like, how do I? I just I didn't know. And then I was like losing my granddad and like All I was just, back to back. yeah. And I was like, oh well, maybe I should move out of state. Like, I don't know. I just need something new. I didn't know what that something new was. Oh. And then I, I, at the time I was very vulnerable and I, I was happy. It was weird because I wasn't, I was happy, but I didn't know how to stick to the routine and, yeah. and, and create another, a whole nother routine on top of that because That's I had lot. to live up to bikini competitor first place. Mm. It, it was, I, I feel like I let a lot of people down dealing with my own stuff. Um, and then, um, I I had been single for a very long time and I got in a relationship and you know it started off very it started off good it was exciting it was new and it kind of like went downhill before we get to that part I, I want to just Im- implement some encouragement you for, for people who are really paying attention you ain't let us down I, I literally watched through that whole season and my own battles with, you know, obesity and certain issues like that. I'm just like, man. Because I, I, like I said, we went to school. I remember you when we was in school. Versus this person to that person. That's, that's scary. That's a hard body. Like, because, again, people don't know how hard you have to shift your mental to really be this, this, this discipline to make these things long lasting. So, again, I thought you had lost from the, from the, the, air around that season it's seen as if you had lost and it's more so what was going on otherwise right and again you living your life whatever whatever it was inspirational though because we get to watch from there and then to here and now and i'm not a judge i don't know what the criteria is you got it (laughs) because even now you sit your posture all 
perfect. That's how. That's if you you learn to be that way because you have to like pose a certain way Mm -hmm. and have this kind of pose like poise to yourself because it really is something that like creates a a whole nother lady out of me. Like even like prancing around on stage and like flexing nice and cute, Mm -hmm. like getting into my poses and stuff. But it's all it all ties in. It all ties in. We got to talk about, I I feel like, for lack of better words, I feel like people don't realize how aware you have to be when your season shifts. Because what can happen is you take on things that don't belong to you. A shift can happen so suddenly or so heavily that you miss that you have grown appendages that you didn't have before. So like you said, at, at the end of your season, you ended up in a relationship that was Seemingly cool, and then let's talk about it. Well, like I said, it started off very like I w- it was like very fresh, very new. Um, it was exciting. Like I, it was kind of like a, a instant connection, which I hadn't felt in a while because anybody that knows me is now. I do not like. I haven't given anybody a chance. I had already got out of like. A really rough relationship prior to that. Um, I guess I don't know how to choose them, but whatever. <laughs> she has a bodyguard now, so don't even walk to her. <laughs> I will drop you. Um, and then like it, it was crazy because I had just started therapy. Um, like the beginning of like the like almost like was it halfway through my prep? I don't remember, but I, therapy was still new for me. Mm. And we were working through my traumas. Like, that first year of therapy, like, we were working through traumas that I didn't even know I had. Like, it was one day I just was like, I'm, I'm ready for therapy. And, like, I found it. I had I'm to. Now. I went through, like, two therapists, two or three therapists before I found my therapist. I've been with my therapist for three years. I love the ground she walks on. And it's the same ground as mine, but it seems like it's a different kind That's of ground. Lit. <laughs> That's She's lit. just so, like, knowledgeable. She's super professional. She's, like, a superwoman in my eyes. She's, like... She's been, uh, like, a big, big, big role in my life. And, like, she is a young black woman. Shout out to her. And I just want to, like, I just, I cannot thank her enough. She has saved my life. Shout out to She sis. has saved my life for real. And um, I'm appreciative of her. Um, I'm happy that I was able to commit because you can find a therapist you can go to one therapy session you can go to two you can go to three but to be able to commit to working on yourself right. and working through your traumas is a wholly totally different ball game yeah you, you speaking to a seasoned boy so my predicament is being trained as a counselor to then be counseled so i'm trained to help people through their seasons but then like for instance i, I went to a um I guess you call him a life coach, per recommendation of my mentor. And we're talking, we're talking, you know, doing the initial meet and greet. He kind of stops midway. Do you do this for work? I said, yeah, 14 years in mental health. Yeah. He's like, because you don't need me. You need to be on the other side of the desk. Yeah. <laughs> and that, it kind of threw me off. So I'm like, dog, I was really hoping this was going to be something. He's like, nah, you don't need me because we're on the same tier. I'm like, that, that means I actually need a therapist. I don't need a life coach. I need a therapist. <laughs> so I started, I actually had a session um, a week or so ago. and How was it? Because it's my mentor, it's 
it's great because I don't hold no punches with her. She gets straight cuff off me. Everything that I am raw, she gets. And to my benefit, she's also my pastor. So it actually benefits oh, me. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's, she's a certified mental health coach, but also my spiritual leader. And I don't have anything to hide. Mm-hmm. And I love that I don't have to. Now, she'll, she'll definitely tell me when I'm tripping, but I don't have to hide anything. So we're, we're in a conversation, you know, just doing a preliminary, and a molestation comes up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I was molested as a kid. And she's like, why do you say it so matter-of-factly? So I'm like, what am I supposed to do with it? It's a fact of something I can't go back and do anything about. I can only fix it going forward. She was like, yo, stop there for a second. You yeah. say it so bluntly as if it was normal. I'm like, if you only knew, trauma to me is normal. And I hate to say it, like, I was actually thinking about before I came in the house today, why I am the way that I am. And when you've weathered so many storms for so long, the storm seems normal. That's mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of where, so that session kind of went that way. And, you know, just being jokey, jokey. She's like, you know, you might need meds. And I'm like, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea where I'm like I used to tell my clients at the, at the group home the only difference between you and me is I'm unmedicated and they would just look like yo y'all gonna leave us here with him <laughs> I'm like y'all safe I, cause I know that I'm not okay right. and that awareness kinda helps me sometimes but it also becomes my defense mechanism because I know that I'm not okay right so therapy if y'all looking for a therapist trust me do it if you're looking for to mental health coach, life coach, whatever stage in the journey you're at, take it. Because it doesn't make you any less of a person to realize that you need help from a person. It doesn't make you any greater at your job or any greater in your position to realize you need somebody. That's kind of where I'm at. I would dig a therapist that I actually like. I'm not going to be vulnerable for people I can read. No. Um, it was funny because like, before I even got my therapist... So she has a practice and obviously she have, you know, other therapists at her practice and she like had me like I had this other lady first and I she was asking me questions on the phone and she was like, You're not feeling me, huh? I was like, No, I'm not. Nope. I'm not. I'm not. And she was like, Okay. Like, so she let Shalita know and um she ended up calling me and she was like, Well, all right, so I just got this client, let's switch. And I've been with her ever since. We our see, first conversation was like two hours, and like we loved each other. <laughs> but see, that's that's. What I was I'm comfortable. If my if my, I'm not gonna say it like that. But if my pastor had a full time practice, that's where I go, because she understands me fundamentally. Like she gets me as a person. That's very rare for me for people to understand the the myriad of things that I come with, and not make me feel some kind of way. So I'm like, all right, well, you're not available full-time, so now I have to find one. I don't rock behind everybody. My discernment is very sharp, and although you may be articulate, you may be well-trained, I can see you. I need some level of integrity in here because right. it may get a little spooky. I need I need you to hold me down. And if you don't have enough weight, so to speak, to hold me down, I, I'm not going to be here. Because I don't know, I don't care what the price tag is. If the value's there, if I can tell you that you're holding me down, yep. you can get this money. But you gotta, you gotta show me that we can do this together, and me have some confidence with you. I walked into my man's office, and he got toys on the wall and wrestlers, and I'm like, "What am I here for?" I was so confused. Like, okay, I was, I was recommended to come. 
but even like the the atmosphere where we're at doesn't match my aesthetic. This ain't it. This ain't it. I, that ain't it. I tried so hard. I'm like, this ain't it. And then he broke. He was like, yeah, you belong on the other side of the desk. And this, and at this level. I'm like, yeah, because this is what I, I've been doing for the last 14, 15 right. years. But you need someone like with more knowledge and that mm-hmm. is able to, is, that's going to break through those barriers. Mm-hmm. That's going to make you feel comfortable enough to even like talk about things. Not somebody that you feel like is like your equal or you're yeah. higher than. And I, no, I really tried to like, because I know with me, being so intellectual, you know, men, I'm about to use a word that we don't like. I'm accountable to the fact that I can be arrogant at times. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is just me. Let me sit here for the hour or two session and kind of really vibe it out because this could just be me thinking too much of myself. Mm. So let me stop. All right. So we had genuine conversation. I was like, okay, I might try this until he said what he said. And I'm like, ah, nope. All right, that's not it. I, I would really like a, a, a re, I, I know two men therapists I would rock with, but it's a conflict of interest because they actually know me. So I'm like, ah. One I really like, but he ain't going to do it. And the other one I haven't approached, and I thought about it. I might, I might reach out to him. Um, I think you should probably reach out to him to see I'm where it goes. And on top of that, I wouldn't mind a female therapist either because I do well with the nurturing aspect of feminine energy. Where I feel safer being nurtured. Right. So, bet. Let's have this conversation. Yeah, I always ask people, like, I always ask, when, like, a lot of people, they hear me talk about my therapist so much, and they're like, oh, I want a therapist. And I'm like, do you know what do you, because I've had a, a white male before, mm-hmm. and he was awesome. Yeah. But it was my younger years. It was I like, respect it. I was, it, he was awesome. But right now, where I'm at, me embracing, like, who I am right now, that's not what I needed right now. That was good for them. Mm-hmm. But for right now, I knew exactly what I wanted and needed. Yeah, they tried that. Um, you know, I'm a child of a, of a divorced parent, so they tried to put me into a little, little group or whatever. But it was white dudes. And at the time, I'm trying to figure out my little black life. Not to say that you're not qualified. I need somebody that looks like me. I'm a young man looking for guidance. I want to look up and see people that look like me. Right. And they handled situations differently. It was a little too hands-on for me. I'm like, bro, stop touching me, y'all. Like, oh, no. Yeah, this ain't no juvenile group. You get your hands off me before I do something to you. And then there was another dude, another guy. He didn't put no effort behind it. He gave me the computer games and Rice Krispie Treats and billed it as a therapy session. And I, I told my mom, I'm like, not rocking behind dude. Like, yeah. I don't feel safe talking to you. No, like, it feels more like... Like a, a babysitting yeah, situation, like, you know or what like, I come I'm, with, bro. Like I'm borderline mandatory reporter. The things I'm about to say to you, you sure you want this? I'm like, no. and I was what, ten, eleven when that happened. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing therapy, bro. It wasn't until dealing with the continuum of care, dealing with people and mental health issues, that I'm like, these are way too many similarities between me and my clients. I might have a problem. For me, I just wanted to be a better daughter. I wanted to be a better sister, a better trainer, a better person overall, a better woman overall. And it was COVID was happening, and um, I was dealing again <laughs> with a really bad breakup and um, not understanding like 
trying to figure out my abandonment issues. Mm. And that's deep. So I just wanted, I was like, now's the time. Like it's virtual too. I don't gotta go in. Like mm. this is the time. Like this is this is it's up. Like it's just just make the move and like just I said, do it. just do it. And I have been so happy with my decision. Um, at one point I was seeing her every twice a week. Getting That's a little cuckoo. <laughs> and then, um, you know, now I'm at once a week. And let me tell you, if you don't hear from me for a couple of weeks or even a week, she's just like, what's up? Where like, are you? What's going on? What's, yeah, what's going on? I'm good. Um, I will pull up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I love it. And I highly encourage and recommend. It seems like it's working because you seem, you came here real, not, I don't know what the word is because, you know, People misconstrue confident for the wrong thing, but your energy is real secure. That's a good word. Like, not only are you glowing, because, you know, shout out Peak Week, but your energy seems even. Like, you're sure of yourself. You know what's going on. Um, you've never been here before, but you just seem calm. I'm That's very, let me just say this. I'm very sure of myself. Yeah. There's I no like more that. questioning me Come because on, I used to be that pick me girl and I'm not afraid to say that so really? you so you knew me in high school and I was one of the most popular girls yeah. but I was but I feel like I just didn't I, I wanted to fit in in different spots but the reality was there was no spot for me I am the spot talk that talk. <laughs> I wanted to be that friend and that friend and then I wanted to sit at this table and that table you and was I wanted so lit. and I, I exactly but like I was also trying I I was lit because I have a personality that's lit that's true but and true. I felt very like I had girls in school that had you know the new this and the new that and my mom was a single mom it was four of us mm. and we didn't have all the new stuff but we were popular because we were just so rich in personality. Like, you know, me and my brother and my younger siblings, we all have dope, you strong brother, personalities. Yes. So Very loud. Not loud, but uh, what's the word? I always think about lights, but y'all personalities are just really, the bright is the word. I remember your brother seeing me in public and I didn't see him. And we were within feet of each other at a, at a jewelry store. He told Big Mike! And I'm like, bro, first of all, this room is so little and you are the loudest thing in here. Yeah. <laughs> Two six foot three dudes being extra loud, but it was so genuine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is, this is, I wish more people were like that, you know, secure for lack of better words in, in a sense where you're unshakable, so to speak. Like I, Unshakable. I like time. that word. Because that's where I'm Unshakable. At. I'm unshakable right now. Like in the season I'm in right now. I can't be I'm up. unshakable. I told you I feel free. And you should. And 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 that goes from everything from my childhood. Like I just feel feel free of like shame, mm-hmm. guilt, anger, fear. I'm trying to get out the anger spot. Embarrassment. I feel free of just everything. And 33. Um, I turned 33. Um, in March and. You know, people want to have dinners. They want to go on trips. Yeah. I've done that all. Had the big, big parties. I've even done something so selfless, like for our, me and uh, my brother's birthday, I threw him a surprise birthday party nice. one year. Um, and it was just, I loved every moment of it. Um, 
But I said 33 was 30 free for me. I wanted to be free of debt, free. I wanted to be a free spirit. I wanted to be free. I wanted to be me. I wanted to just be free to be me. And for my birthday, um, Nedra Tawab is one of my favorite therapists. Okay. And I got to meet her. I got her new book, and mm. I got her to sign my book. Fire. For, I went to New York to meet her. Um, she did like a little, uh, like a book. A, a pop-up. Yeah, like a book pop-up thing. And I loved every moment of it. That's I did. I got to meet one of my, I have two favorite therapists. Okay. My therapist, Shalita. Facts. And then, and then Nedra Tawab. If you have a chance, Nedra Tawab is amazing. Ooh. Nedra Tawab Glover. Or I think Glover Tawa, but yeah, Nedra. She's like amazing, amazing, amazing. I follow her on social media. I have both of her books. She just released like a little card deck of boundaries. She introduced boundaries to me. Boundaries are super important mm. in any kind of relationship you boundaries in. Boundaries are key. Boundaries are just like, so setting boundaries and finding peace That's because up, without yeah. boundaries, you don't have peace. And I always say this, and this is how I got into what I do for a living and my passion. Um, the pain in my life gave me purpose. So without pain, I would not have purpose. And you do not have power if you don't have purpose you are powerless if you don't have purpose you have no you have no driving force without purpose and i i agree with everything you said because that's kind of where i may use mine wrong you know just being a little transparent i may use mine wrong um i don't remember a lot of stuff in childhood all the pain i remember though and it pushes me to be a better person daily even if it comes at a cost of sleep or, you know, physicality or whatever, I'm driven by what I remember because I'm not, I'm not repeating that season. I'm not going back to being suicidal or depressed or nah, we're not, we're not spinning the block on that. No. So my whole life is driven around yesterday's dead and we're not resurrecting anything. No. Now that's got to stay there. So even when stuff pops up, so to speak, I'll sit and reason with myself. Were you just triggered? Or is this a, a familiar behavior that you're walking in? Find the key. Find, oh, this made you mad about that. Okay, now you can calm down. Like, I have these, I would say, pep talks. I sit in my front seat of the truck and I just sit. Bro, what's your problem? You're like, I, I can tell my, my blood pressure's up. My pace is running. My hands are hot. I'm feeling <laughs> aggressive. Why? Right. Aggression is my defense mechanism. So why do I feel defensive right now? Who, who did it? And then once I realized that a lot of times it's not other people, it's me. Like I said, with the fruit, you could, you could text me and I misinterpret it based off how I felt before you text me. It's not you, it's me. And that's where a lot of relationships deteriorate because people don't want to look at themselves. And for me personally, whether... I don't know what I look like outside looking in. I spent a lot of introspective time on me. You know, that, that was two key things in our high school, that you had to spend time with yourself and then time around other people. I would sit with myself a lot. I would go to the band room, even now. I'd randomly sit outside or whatever, and I just, I'm, I'm, you know, what we on? Okay, what's the problem? Because obviously you wouldn't be sitting here talking to yourself if you weren't upset. What's the problem? 
and working it back through to to navigate the I don't do well with emotions at all. <laughs> it's not my thing. I have too many emotions. <laughs> so shout out to my mentor because she had to make it very clear. I actually tell people I don't have emotions, which is sociopathic. She says, Do you know how emotional you have to be in order for you to turn your emotions off? I said, Well, yeah, I turned them off a long time ago. She said, Yeah, because you're hyper emotional. You're not sensitive. You are very emotional and very insensitive. Oh. And it's kind of like, you know how when somebody hits you with the truth that you can't do nothing with? That one hit me right in the jaw. And I'm like, mm. dang. So I'm not very empathetic or sensitive, but I'm very emotional. Ouch. And so often she'll remind me. She'll say that a lot. Feel something. I'm like, go feel something. I'm like, I don't want to. I turn them off on purpose because I feel like I survive better without them. Which is not do true. You? No, it's I not true. I was about to say, do you? Now in my 34th year, I've realized no. It's almost like you're setting yourself on a course to implode. Because you can do it for a season or a time or, you know, whatever to get through a situation. But if you live your life without emotion, emotions are the filter that we're given to see life through. If you turn them all off, bro, you basically drive with no brakes. <laughs> you just out here with the foot on the gas going. You're going to miss something. You're, already, you're going to miss the you in something. And that's what I really want. I really want the me out of every scenario and situation that I'm in. Exactly. I want to find, honestly, and this is kind of where I'm at, and I, I laugh because anytime I think about improving physically, it's either you, um, my man Grits. Uh, oh, La. Yeah, I call him a bunch of stuff because I never actually knew his first name. La. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marcus Campbell, Drew Cost, and I always, because Drew, Drew be on me. Anytime he actually do post, he Mike, did you do that workout plan I gave you? And I can't sit there and I don't lie to nobody. I'm like, nah, bro, I didn't do that. And he'd be like, why you ain't do it? I'm like, honestly, it hurt. Um, I have messed up back. I have four locked vertebrae and a messed up hip. So it kind of it discourages me sometimes. Chiropractor? They're the one that told me that I'm, I'm pretty bad. Where it's at right now is... Oh, you're probably on stage four. Oh, it's rough. And my weight doesn't make it any better. So they're, they're like, honestly, you can keep paying us, but your body puts it back after we fix it. So I'll go to him two times. I was going to him two times a week. Where were you going? Dr. Curry out in Windsor. Okay. They were dope. And he, he, I go to Sylvita. He gave me a real conversation. He was like, listen, you're making progress, but the way it looks, your body puts it back when I fix it because you spent so much time not addressing it. It was a couple car accidents. It was football, a lot of stuff. Ooh. And he was like, your body knows wrong as normal. What it's looking like is if you don't fix this, you're going to need surgery. And I'm like, surgery on what? He's like, all of the above. To unlock your vertebrae and to fix your hip, they're going to have to go in there and fix it. And I'm like, sir, I don't do anesthesia and I don't do knives. He said, the best thing you can hope for is drop 150 pounds so-so and kind of make your way through the pain. And I'm like, well... That's what I've been doing, so that really didn't help me very much. But now at my heaviest, the pain sucks. It hurts a so lot. So are you active at all right now? I'm active to as much as I can take. So I walk. Um, I, I'm big on weightlifting. I can't lift weights right now. How often do you walk? Every day. Where? How long? Anywhere. Not, I don't really do a sustained amount of time. I will park further, so I walk further. I make sure I'm on my feet longer. Um, 
but walking is a big thing too because the hip is tore up. So, what about I, like stretches? Like that's my problem. So shout out to Marcus. That's my problem. I, I got with Marcus during the pandemic. What you said, the pandemic was such a freeing time. I know people was going through a lot of stuff, but I had a lot of free time. So I went to him thinking that we was gonna lift weights like we was young. We was gonna get in there because when Marcus and I were playing football together, he was a big old dude. So when I met up with him, I'm like, why are you so lean and cut up? And so I'm thinking that we're going to hit the weights. He's like, nah, get on the floor, stretch. I'm like, what you mean stretch? He's like, you, you, you don't see how you walk from the car? You have no mobility, stretch. So he got me doing hip flexors and, mm-hmm. and hip abductors and all this other extra stuff. And I, the first couple of weeks, I'm like, I'm not about to come back to this dude. This hurts. Until I started seeing that I could move better. The mobility. And I could breathe better. And I was sleeping better. And I'm like, man. All right, and then pandemic kind of ended. Work picked back up. I couldn't keep my schedule with them, and then it was really me. I remember everything you told me to do, but it's like you deal with this. So in a nutshell, in a nutshell, it's you. Yeah, no, it's not a nutshell. It's me all the way. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, so all right, I'm on. I'm on this podcast right now. Oh shoot, I did it. And i did it i'm gonna challenge you oh, because God. you got me on here and i'm not about to pretend and sit and like oh okay that's that's cute that's interesting that's good yeah i can't wow, see her wow, face wow wow that's cool and then proceeding to the next comp like nah, topic she on me so i'm challenging you to 30 days 30 days of a gallon of water i already do that ping edemas i have to do at least a gallon 30 minutes of working out. Now, what does this working out entail? Any type of movement. But okay. 30 mostly. sustained minutes of movement. Yes. Okay. And giving up meat. So, I'm going to put you on to something with that last part. I'm not really going into the depths of the plan um, in my prayer time. I was asking the Lord, what's, what's up with me? Like, what's the problem? Because I, I don't like pointing blame at folk. Like, oh, my mom did this. My dad did. No, because you're grown. It's you. What's the problem? And I realized how overindulgent I am on certain things, especially don't put no chicken wings in front of me. It's a bad day. I initially wanted to just try the meatless thing. Nah, it's a double on me, dog. But I, I'm waiting for the appropriate. I don't want to fake it with myself. When myself tells myself that we're ready, it's a dub. I was raised by uh, my auntie, who's Rastafarian, so tofu is a thing for me. Um, I'm not adverse to vegetables and nothing like that, but I know that for the life change that I want, first of all, meat's evil. Go, go look at the packet. Trust me, meat is evil. But I want to live better. I've been reading a lot of Dr. Sebi's books. I've been paying attention to, you know, minerals and herbs. And da, 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 da. Let's do it. Lion's mane Let's and do ashwagandha. It. You're reading. And... Let's do it. Let's I know. do it. This is why I have not hit you up. So here's the thing. <laughs> People ask me how. So I. it's been a year, a little. October made a year that I've been vegan. Mm. And prior to that, I was pescatarian mm-hmm. for two that. years. Two and some change. And everything happened naturally. Mm-hmm. I hadn't, I haven't had red meat or pork in like maybe like 12 or better. Like Mm. maybe like I would, I want to, I want to be fair and say like 13 years. That's why you're going because you don't get that stuff clogging up your body. 
But everything I cut out cold turkey because it was something I was ready to do. Facts. That part's key. So that's the thing. Like, I don't want you to do it because I'm, mm-hmm. you know, saying you should do it. I want you to feel it. Just like I tell people, mm-hmm. I don't want you to see me. I don't want you to hear me. I, I, I want you to feel me. Oh. Like, you've been seeing me. You've been oh. hearing me. I want you to feel me. That's a fact. I want you to feel me. Yeah. Like, I be like, I feel you. Your energy is definitely tangible. So, <laughs> um, I want you to feel it. I want you to feel like you're ready. And I want you to stop feeling sorry for yourself. Listen, you have two beautiful daughters, and a that's wife. That's for. And... <laughs> The, the the body is an amazing thing. And let me just tell mm-hmm. you something. You can reverse all of that. That's a fact. If you just start taking care of that one body that God gave you. Yeah. That's like you right. have one body that you have control over. No one else, your wife, your kids, they don't have control over your body. You do. Mm-hmm. You sit, you lay, you eat, you sleep in that body. And yeah. it's yours. So take care of it. That's a fact. The overindulgent thing, that's going to be there. The the sweets, the, the wings, the all that, that's going to be there. That stuff... It's just, it, it can be replaced. You can't be replaced. There you go. How are you going to continue your podcast if you're not living healthy? healthy? See, How are you going to be spitting words and having conversations if you're can't. not feeling healthy? But that's that's what it really started with. One day, I, well, 33 came, right? And, you know, 33 Jesus year. I'm like, man, I want this year to be specific, blessed, good. That year wasn't too bad. It, 34 has been a blessing to me. And... One day I walked past the mirror and I just kind of stopped for a second. And I'm like, yo, no. And I really just looked at no, 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 like weird loathing or nothing like that. I just kind of looked at my body. And I'm like, nah, bro, that ain't it. And, you know, you can go back through the years through Facebook, you'll see the transformation of just getting bigger. And I'm like, what the heck? What happened? And like I said, I like to deal with the root of things. Once I found the root, it gave me the encouragement to change. So some behaviors have changed thus far. Um, actually, listening to my doctor is the first one. Um, shout out Dr. Vanessa because she she get at me. But um, listening to my doctor is one, and also being real with myself. People start these fad diets or these you know abrupt life changes because they're supposed to do so much. No, nah, not necessarily because you're being restrictive and it's not practical. Now is where I feel I'm ready to do something about it because 40 is around the corner and at carrying this much weight at 40, you're only asking your heart to work harder than it needs to. And that's not the objective. Um, I was not supposed to be getting therapy sitting on my own couch, but we're here now, so it's fine. But, uh, when I say between you and Drew, we're at the top of the list because Drew's been on me for years. Like, yo, pull up. We'll do this, this, and this. I'm like, all right. The thing is, I know what to do. I've spent enough time reading to a certain degree that I know what to do. It's me in my way. The mentality, the lack of discipline, whatever the issue may be, it be me. I've reached that you know how much crux. power you would have with discipline? Facts. I'd be a I'd be a problem with discipline. So why not be a problem? Because I just figured out how to be. Because I have an addictive personality. Take it off of negative things. Put it on positive things. 
the person I was during the pandemic was the person I want to be in life. I found my glow. I found I'm, me and Marcus working out two, three times a day, you know, or two, three times a week. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm eating better. I'm sleeping better. I'm doing things that are supposed to be done if you cared about yourself. Somehow I got off that, but now's the time to put it back where I can focus and and really, like you said, I want to I want to be felt. Is you can't unsee me. I'm probably one of the biggest people you ever seen in your life. I want to be felt though, where my presence is long lasting, long after I've left the room, and not because I was joking or charismatic or laughy, but my discipline shook the room. Like I said, unshakable, unshakable. Now, and that's what that's what happened. The season had to shift for me, for me to get in that unshakable space. Too many things where I was allowing to have power over me that should not have power, and that's more often than not. That's where people fail. You've given too much power to something else. You've allowed something to manipulate or to guide or to direct you that's insufficient of what it's actually using. Why did I bow down to things that didn't make sense? And now that I've dealt with the root, oh, it's about to be trouble. Because I know what was happening during the pandemic. I was, the reason why I'm married again to my ex-wife is the pandemic. I don't care what she say. Boy was out there glistening, looking like a snack. What? <laughs> out here, I was looking Dominican for like four months straight. It was awesome. Glowing, sweating. I had my cornrows out. It was nice. You are so so. What? I'm about to spin right back around. Wait till I walk through the house one day with that shirt that's a little snugger than it's supposed to be. Bow, just looking crazy. Because I know how my body works and I understand the mechanics of certain things. It's not the weightlifting. It's not working out for me. It's the discipline or the dietary discipline that has to happen. Bro, don't eat that. Don't don't eat that either. Uh, What's your favorite food? Wings? Mm. Now, there's categories to that. My, my go-to stress food or my favorite food? Your go-to stress food. Toast. Really? What kind Butter of toast? toast. You'll know that I'm in my feelings if you see me randomly eating toast. Butter toast sounds good. It's my thing. I can't help I'm it. I'm a bagel girl. I love a good bagel with some butter. It depends on who made it. Now, if you go to New York and get a bagel, or go get an Amish or Jewish bagel, oh. I don't know what those things are, but they sound amazing. And They're I... crack. <laughs> um, I love me a good everything bagel mm-hmm. or a cinnamon raisin with butter you gotta go to um bagels plus in plainville or um there's fancy bagels in southington both of them are smack nice uh-huh. and they're gluten-free they you know they make them on site nice but i usually know that i'm struggling emotionally by what i eat mm. i just went through a depressive season i don't really like my birthday so i get birthday blues and i saw the pattern of my from like August to recent, my eating habits change. When I'm eating, how much I'm eating, it's getting worse and worse. My my, I'm eating late night and then going to bed. Wondering why I got heartburn and acid reflux and all that, because I know better. And usually it's not until I can shake the blues. I'm like, all right, you're tripping. Go the other way. So now I'm just like, all right. Now favorite food, yeah, chicken wings got to take it. I eat chicken wings every day of my life for the rest of my life if I could. That and eggs. I don't know what it is. I love eggs. I used to like eggs. I, no, no. It's a problem. If I could eat eggs with every meal, I would. 
I have no idea what the issue is. <laughs> but it's, it's legit my go-to. But to say all that, I, I'd like to look out and see what I aspire to be. Whether it's in people, whether it's in culture or media or whatever, I look. So, for instance, with the podcast, I love Joe Budden. And I love Joe Budden's podcast. I will listen to Joe Budden's podcast every day. Uh, R&B Money with Tank. I love Tank, and I love Tank's podcast. Before I started a pod, I... Wait a minute. Tank has a podcast? R&B Money. It's the best thing ever. Say no more. Because I love Tank. I love Tank. I love Tank with my whole heart. I love Tank. Tank. I love Tank. And the fact that Tank's on this, it, this is his pod. Yeah, I like it. Because like you gotta watch, oh, shout out to Noriega too on Drink Champs. I love Drink Champs. Mm-hmm. Um, watch Tank's episode of Drink Champs. Oh, when you're talking about feeling somebody, he, towards the end he got in his bag and you felt him through, I wasn't even watching it, I was listening to it. And you felt as if he was in my car, you felt his presence. And I'm like, man, I like that. How do I do that? So that's that's really the goal, um, yeah. That's that's where I'm at. I think that's that's. I want to be felt, rather than, you know, anything Cheers else. to being felt. Cheers. To- <laughs> Cheers to being felt. Um, like I was saying, I researched through you and Drew before I thought about what I could do in my life. Um, I just watched and I. Dig your whole journey. Thank you. It's been so lit to watch, and I, I'm, I don't know if anybody else cares to say it. I'm appreciative that you're so transparent to share it with us, because you post almost. I wouldn't say everything, because I don't know the rest of it, but you post your life. I, I do, and I like. Do, all right, so often I meet people in person that I've seen on social media, and I'm like. Yo, you're not like from, that. Yeah. You're not like that. I'm like that. I'm like that. I'm like that. I hate that. What you saw, and you know, uh, so I didn't know how to take this at first, but a lot of people even tell me, like, you actually look better in person. You do, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Because, no, you're, you're tough when you post the pictures and the poses and all this good stuff. In person, though, you're a problem. And this is with the heavyweight or competition weight. Honestly, you've been like this since I've known you. That you knew you was in a room. You, you, it's almost like even, I'm, I'm, I'm a, what, grader or two? One, I think I'm one grade ahead of you. I'm 08. Yep, I'm one grade ahead. You almost had this air about to like not mess with you. <laughs> like, don't. <laughs> like, like a, a bad girl with a heart. Yes. Because you used to pop off when it was time to pop off. Yeah. But you were never mean to me. So I'm like, okay. I'm not a mean person. Like, I, I can honestly say I'm not a mean person. I feel like I used to have a lot of anger. I can dig And that. I didn't do well with, like, if I saw, like, someone getting bullied or something. Mm. I don't like that at Bullies all. Bullies are trash. They're, like, literally trash. And I was just bad on a lot of different things, like young i was just like trying to figure stuff up figure things out why i was i was was never see and i actually don't like when people say that i I just told somebody the other day i was like please don't be scared of me like like now i think you're fantastic and it wasn't like i didn't like you then and let me not say scared as enough afraid because at a certain point i became the biggest thing in the school 
So I had friends in everybody's social group, every grade, whatever, whatever. There were some people I just, I knew that my confidence couldn't deal with. And as pretty as you were and, and, and all this stuff you had going on, my confidence can't deal with that. I'm all set. Like, <laughs> I remember this chick, Khadija, when we went to school. I love Khadija. And, and we, sorry? Yeah. We, That's my girl. We was a little cool for a second. I love Khadija. And I, 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 to this day, I still think about it. Because I don't know what I would Our doing. birthdays are a couple of days apart, and we were, like, super close. She, she was always cool. I pissed her off one day, and she chewed me down. Oh, yeah. And changed my whole perspective. Why? Because she wasn't wrong. But, what, okay, what? so Khadija, she's the type of person that, she's not me now, she's a sweetheart. No, she was But she's me. very, like, she will tell you. Oh, no, she gave me the business. She's unapologetic. When I say shut my life What down, did you do? So, my love language outwardly is, one, it's aggressive, and two, it's usually physical. So, if we're cool like that, I'm dapping you up, hang, hang, you know, whatever. We were coming, she was coming out of Donald's class. I was going into Donald's class mm-hmm. and I bumped her. I don't know what I did, but Shorty went black and whole class stopped. Everyone heard it. I couldn't even focus on class. So it was the embarrassment for you. Oh no. Yeah. Shorty chumped me bad. Yeah. She probably, I don't know. Like if it was, I feel like it, it's more it, to no, it. It was my fault. I don't know. I don't know what happened because normally that's how we were. It was in the moment that I did she something. She ain't feel like that. Yeah, no. She wasn't feeling that right then. <laughs> she ain't feel like that. And Because we was in bed together, so we was cool. And usually my greetings are always the same. Uh, I bumped somebody or, you know, shoulder bump, whatever. You know, I really loved MLC. MLC was very different. I, I love it because everybody that went to MLC were, like, family. And, like, everybody is just, like, I don't know. Even our class reunion, I had a blast. I I had a blast. It was phenomenal. I don't miss MLC at all. I was bullied a lot. Why? Big kid. I was big softy too. Really? Oh yeah. That's why I am the way I am now. Because I feel like people took advantage of my restraint and I had real bad temper. So I knew to temper myself before it came out. Kids are cruel. Oh, yeah, we were bad. young. It was bad. I feel like I don't condone a bullying at mm-hmm. all or like just knowing like people, you don't know people's situations. You don't know what people are going you through. I've seen somebody recently that didn't know um, my man Carl Dunkley. I'm mad. I, don't, don't be mad at me, bro. I, I call him Carl Dunkley all the time. <laughs> he was not happy when I said I called him. I called him front page when I seen him last. Oh, really? I, I seen him years ago. I don't never call him that. I had him with front. He said, "Bro, it's not front page no more." I'm like, "Oh, right. what? What is it?" Don't give me the line. I gotta remember it. Um, Moose. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking. About. Um, it's Musa. Something like that. Yeah. New boy Musa. Yeah. Yeah. That's my guy. He didn't know that when he called me Juicy as a kid, it wasn't a term of endearment. They were making fun of me. And the upperclassmen used to call me Juicy on a school bus. Oh. So when he seen me, for the, it was at the same event I seen you at. He was like, yo, Juicy. I'm like, let me holler at you real quick. Come here. That ain't it. That's, that's not what you think it is. He's like, yo, my bad. I'm like, you don't got to apologize because you didn't know. And I can tell genuinely you didn't know. But they used to bully me with that. that that's not something I want to hear. 
repeat. Right, right. No, but I'm happy that you're in a space where you can express to him that you don't want to be addressed that way. No, because he didn't do. He wasn't being malicious. Right, and for you to be able to understand that he wasn't doing it with malice. And I was fine. We we text from time to time. We check in, and you know whatever. It's a beautiful brother, and I'm I'm glad of his growth and all the great stuff. And I see some of the older classmates. I see people we went to school with, and it's almost like the teenage me come back. Like I'll smack the fire from you for real. <laughs> and I really got. I don't pay nobody no mind now. if I really ain't really rock with you like that and rock with you. I don't forget faces, and because we went to school together so long, I'm not. I don't forget these people. Right. I know who these people are. Just, you guys had an interesting class. We like so well, weird. our classes were kind of close. It was so weird. It was so weird. I loved my class. I don't have any issue with anybody in my class. Now as an adult, I wouldn't necessarily converse with a bunch of people. Mm. I kind of keep, you know, to myself to a certain degree. But I realize, you know, you said kids are kids. Kids are cruel. You don't know what they're going through. Um, I think about Billy a lot. Oh my to God! Be with you. When I tell you, I think about Billy a lot. My heart is beating so fast, and it just dropped first. What a light. I think about him a lot, bro. We all do. He was amazing. I think that was the first time I cried in public. And Miss McKernan was sitting next to me, and she was rubbing my back. And I, I, I tried not to cry, and I, I couldn't help it. Billy. Because. That smile. The smile, but home, I remember, and this is specific memory I always think about. We was all on a school bus together. He had got on my bus because he was going to his cousin's house that was near my mother's house. And we got off, and I was walking home because, you know, we're cordial, but I'm not in y'all click like that. So I, I figured I'm going to go home. Mm-hmm. They say, like, Mike, you want to you wanna go to the Chopper D house? And I'm, you know, Deshaun and Devon, those are my cousins. Leon was there, Billy, and I'm like, I, I can go with y'all. He hung with Leon a lot. I thought, I, I can go with y'all. I just saw Leon. I just saw Leon too. It was random, but I was. I, I was at the bank. He, I looked up to take the next person. I'm like, oh. I like Leon. Leon's cool. He's misunderstood, but he's cool. Amen. Cause that was an interesting one for me too. Yeah, but Leon, you he like, I like Leon because, like I said, I feel like he's misunderstood, but he has a good heart. Yeah. I think that it took a little while for me to realize who he was as a person. But that specific day, every time I drive down that street, my brain said, that's the chopper house right there. Because I spent the whole evening with them. Slap box. And, you know, Billy could slap box. And nobody wanted to, to slap box with this dude named Vaughn that was there that day. And Billy went with him and, you know, kind of phased. I was like, nah, I'm going to try it too. And that's when I realized I had hands. I didn't know because my way of fighting is brawling. I'm going to just do something to you. I didn't know I had hands. And then that day, it was just, it was so, it was like male camaraderie fraternity type. Like that fidelity with men at that minute, it was, it was really, it was cool. So I think about him in that aspect that dude never treated me funny. Like he'd get a joke off or two, but he was never unkind to me. And I remember he was struggling through um, Donlin's class. He's like, Mike, man, I'm not going to graduate. I said, yes, no, yes, you are. And I made sure that he graduated. Whatever we had to do, if I had to do the assignment for you, we're going to get this done so that you can get up out of here. And I remember that morning, I, I woke up on Facebook and I'm like, who? I had just seen him. Who are you talking about? Mm-hmm. 
And I called, and his cousin called me like, Mike, what happened? I was like, bro, I don't know. I'm going to find out. I don't know. And to me, those are defining moments in my childhood that I can remember that are like, I appreciate your light. Because you didn't have to. You didn't have to. You could have treated me like everybody else did. Billy and was you, loved. Yo. Billy was loved. Not even just loved, but he was loved. Like, he, he his, his, it's almost effervescent. His joy was always so loud. It's that smile. It, the smile, the laugh. Mm-hmm. If he found something funny, he wasn't going to get off it. <laughs> like, he, he was going to laugh through classes. <laughs> I remember one day, we was at a lunch table. Again, I, I guess I was able to sit at the table that day. And dudes tried to rank on me, and I clapped back. I, I, that's when I realized I was funny. It, it, Billy's probably the reason why I found out I was funny. And he was like, Pinkley, you let a joke off. And I was like, was I not supposed to? Because <laughs> I think it was with Leon. I used to fight a lot with Leon in school. Leon, I, I did too. But that's why I say, like, Leon is a good person. I feel like Leon... Was just very misunderstood. I think we all were. Because you put a bunch of kids from other districts in one building. Some are from the north, some are from Bloomfield. You got all these other. You don't know what people are coming with when they show up. Yeah. But that, it just goes to show You're like, getting bust out every day to be in one spot. Yeah, it was To so go weird. back to where you came from. Me, and it was weird. And again, that's why I, I kind of look at people now as adults. They respond to me differently. And I'd be like, you don't remember. You don't remember any of that, do you? <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't forget it. But now I'm trying to be a better person. I was actually nervous hitting you up to be on the pod. Why? I don't know how it was going to go. I told you I was scared of you. I didn't know how it was going to go. You are hilarious. No, don't. I wasn't be afraid like he was going to do something to me. But still, but I didn't want to have a, a Khadija experience again. Oh, I geez. was like, nah, I'm good because I've seen I've seen you in action. Whew. I'm good. I, I, I want no I, smoke. I tell people all the time. <laughs> I'm good. Listen, I'm a lover, not a fighter. And I... There's evidence of the contrary. <laughs> <laughs> there is evidence. Back in the days, yeah, I used to scream. Shorty got hands. But Don't run up. I, I'm past that. Oh, no, you can tell the energy is so different I now. am so past that. You but cannot, even then, you were felt. You can't even really then. get me to roll around in the dirt with you. I'm sorry. My energy is too expensive. I'm, I'm too that. expensive. My value is just like so much higher than what you think is gonna. you're going to get out of this. No, you're not getting anything out of this, to be honest with you. What you think and you get out of this. And I realize I'm way too intellectual to fight with you. Because I know I'm going to crush you with words. So You got to choose your battles wisely, and I, I like... I highly recommend nobody to try to battle with me because Mm-mm. you're not going to win. You're going to feel worse because nothing happened. Right. My, oh, that have, part. Have a good day. Have a great day. See you later. Bye. Oh, no. You can cross the street in front of my car. I'm not going to let you go ahead. That's why. I'm not. I had a situation with this shorty that was, um, she was trying to, um, she was trying to fight me and I like got in my car. I got like 5% on my car and like, mm. Big dark. You ain't seeing in my whip. So, she's like banging in my car, or whatever, and I'm like, you know what? Part of me want to like get out and scrape. Yeah. But honestly, my makeup's done. My hair's done. I have on this really cute dress, and I'm not like, doing it. 
I don't feel like rolling around in the dirt yeah. with you. And there's like a little bit of snow on the floor. Like I don't you could feel slip or something. Yeah, I'm actually all set no. on that. I'm like mad cute. You got it though. Like you're good. That's that's the scenario I was telling you about when old boy shook my hand. Younger me would have took that as a sign of aggression. Mm-hmm. Now we have anybody would have. We have to excuse the female in the situation now. You and I need to go stand over here for a second. Yeah. Because why did you shake my hand like that? Is you good? You, you something you want to talk about? You're good. Well, what's the problem? I'm this, sorry, I never met you before. This, Who are literally, you? our first interaction. Who are you? And my thing is, men, can I please give y'all a hint? There's a difference between a, a excitement in your woman for someone she has not seen in a while versus someone she's knocking off. If you cannot have discernment to know which one is which, you shouldn't be re- in relationship with anybody. The pure fact of the matter was, I turned around. I wasn't going to say nothing at first, but you saw me. Because, again, I'm scared of you. So I was, <laughs> if, if I was working security that night, so I realized I was going to run into you at some point. But I was going to let it be organic. If you happen to run into me and remember who I am, I'm going to say, what's up? And you turn, hey! And I was like, oh, this is dope. Hey! And then my mans came out of nowhere. First of so all, embarrassing. yoked you up. Like, I was about to take you. And then you say, hey, this is Big Mike. Da-da. And I, you know, genuine about to show love. My man got my hand in a crippled cross face. I'm like, bro, let my hand go. Do you know how I air it out in here? What's wrong with you? So embarrassing. And I see the look on your face a little bit. And Very I'm like, embarrassing. I'm not responding to this. I like kind of mastered how to navigate through those situations, but it was very unhealthy. And I don't want people to like, I don't want the person that I, I'm seen with, my other half, my better half, to be looked at like that or even yeah. looked at me like that. Like, this is who I'm coming out. Yeah. Exactly. I don't, that doesn't go with me. And a lot of people that know me be like, like, how did that happen? How did that happen? How do these pieces fit? How is that working because out? Every time I've seen you in public, you've been the exact same. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, and then even in that moment, I didn't take that as a you thing. I understand what the male psyche does. Especially when you got a baddie around. Now this is this is and respectfully I'll say this is post show weight. You've always been thick, but no, this is this was different. So he was watching everyone moving within a two foot radius because again I'm doing security at night. I'm watching the whole vi- the whole venue. I can see him everywhere because he's doing the same face to everybody. Like if I let my dog out that room, what he'll do is the same thing he was doing. Overprotective, doing a lot. And your personality is so vibrant, it draws people to Like, how you. do you even keep up with that? I was just like, bro, if she love it, all right. If, if It wasn't like it was my place to speak on it. So I'm like, all right, bro, but you do know that that could have turned out differently because of how you're behaving, right? Well, we've been, we were in a lot of situations because of that. And th- like you said, I, I wagered. First of all, I'm here working. I own the business. I can't afford to do anything. Um, let me let me just divert this energy to something else because I don't understand what that was. One thing that I've always been, and I know is a bad word in today's society, I've been a man for a long time. Not a male. I've been a man. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> a lot of y'all out here males because you're reproductive organ. You have not ascended into your manhood. I've been one of integrity, nobility, honor. I govern myself a certain way because I'm a man, not just a male. Now, as a man, we can go handle this a different way if you'd like to. Or 
the same respect I'm showing you as a man, you can portray that as well. Because the fact of the matter is, I said five words to your lady within the last 30 seconds, none of which sounded invasive, none of them were perverted, none of them were disrespectful. Now, if I was on some other kind of time, eyeballing you and being extra, oh yeah, now you should have that energy. Right. None of that happened, sir. None of that. So, pipe down, relax, and enjoy the evening. Because what I've come to realize, she's here with you. <laughs> you, you've already won, sir. <laughs> Relax. That's actually really funny, but it's true, and that's a lot of that would just go over his head a lot. I, when when we told you the first episode, I purposely invited because I knew what the energy was, and I was like, "Lord, help me," because this is different. He's in my home now, and one place. Well, I most likely, I wasn't gonna bring him. So, unfortunately, I feel like. We weren't really growing as a couple, mm. so like I chose a lot of times not to go in public with him because mm. of that. I think I invited you to the pod that day when I saw you, and that's when he mentioned that he was coming too. And I'm like, okay, but in my head, I'm like, you know, you know that you may not make it out of here, right? This is different. We're at my house. Um, my 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 youngest daughter know what my weapons are. All I gotta do is ask for them, and she'll bring them to me. That's not. Let's not do that. Right. Right. But then again, different seasons, different strokes, different folks. Where you're at right now is what I appreciate. Yeah, and I, you know, you know, I, I'm such a, I like to give people grace. Thanks. My friends are like, oh, you know, that's your favorite word, grace. I try. And for him specifically, I pray that he finds someone for him. I love him with all my heart. Once I loved you, once I love you, I always love you. No, no, say that again. Once I love you, I always love you. Do you know why? Because one, you're of high value, but two, love is not something that you can retract. It's once you've given out that covenant, it exists. It's right. energy. It can right. neither be dissipated or destroyed. You have to, like I said it the other day, I said, if I've ever told you I love you, we may be beefing, whatever. I stand on that. I got so-called ops right now. If you called me right now, I'd pull up for you. Right, and that's how I am. We don't have to talk, and we don't have to fellowship. But just know that I'm here, and I love you. Yeah, that's it. I L-O-V-E-U. Big facts. But Te amo, papi. The reason for my freeness now mm -hmm. is because I love myself more. If I had sound effects, season five, there will be sound effects. I love myself more than the guilt, the shame, mm -hmm. the embarrassment. Because we go through a lot being lovers of people. We go through a lot. Because mm -hmm. people always want to make it you. And it be me. I ain't going to sit there and hold you. It be me sometimes. But my love is raw. It's a force of nature. And I'm not perfect. I'm just trying to navigate this life that I'm like blessed to just... Be able to like walk, feel, mm -hmm. see, touch, Influence. smell, all of that. Yeah. So it's just so much deeper than the fact that we didn't work out. Is I didn't work out with a lot of people, and it was different reasons. And you know, I hope that you know the next fine gentleman that comes my way. Again, y'all did not see the face on that. 
<laughs> Brother, whoever I, you are, God bless you. I am single. I'm not looking or mingling, but I am just waiting for God to bless me. Hey, brothers, the scripture says, he that findeth, shoot your shot, my G, but shoot it with confidence. <laughs> and shoot really high. Like, don't, this is not a layup. I need you to knock this one out from the paint. What do they say? Uh, Half court dame? I need you logo dame. I need you to hit it like dame littered from the logo if you're gonna shoot. Don't don't wow. just don't just you know. This is not an assist alley oop. This is something you have to shoot for. Right, right. I'm looking for consistency. Oh, I wish we had time for that. I promise you, because there's such a formula that works. And again, no haughtiness, no arrogance. I figured out the formula to bag, and it's not the Miri jeans. It's not the uh, Aventus cologne or the car. It's your. It might be the cologne. Sometimes, if you men stop putting Disney. cologne on your clothes, it goes on your hot spots, behind the ears, under the beard, on your wrist. That's it. Stop I'm, putting on your I'm clothes. Big, I'm really big on like a nice grill. So like I like a nice smile. I what have to be able to see that you washed your face. <laughs> you you like wiped the corners of your mouth. You oh, brushed God. your teeth. You know. So I like self care nice... is not feminine, gentlemen. No, it is a means of life. Um, and then like if you know you have a nice cologne on, I feel like every guy should have a cologne, mm -hmm. a watch, okay, and a wallet. You you mess with dudes without wallets? Well, no. I'm saying where I... you put your stuff at? No, I'm just saying. So some guys will pull out this rinky dink like raggedy like wallet, like a nice. No, nah, it depends. It literally depends. Yeah. If your could... man, if your man is a laborer with his hands. His wallet should be raggedy. If you if you do work at the, the the hospital pushing papers, there's no reason why his wallet should be falling apart. Mm, I don't think you should be having a raggedy wallet unless it was your granddad's. Now, if it's an heirloom, because my wife had to get me to throw my wallet away, and the only reason I kept it, the wallet I had before that we were married the first time, I threw that wallet out. It was a coach. I believe it was a coach wallet. I threw that you out. Remarried your wife? Yeah, that's my ex-wife. I remarried the same person. That is awesome. Uh, that is awesome. I like to hear that. I feel like there's a good story behind it is that. A, it's a great story, to be honest with you. And it's yet developing. It's a great story. <laughs> I threw that wallet out. And the wallet I had after that, it was a sign of my independence. So we spun the block, come back. I don't want to throw this wallet out. It was literally falling apart. I, I'm about to lose money because it's falling apart. And I went and got me another one. And oh, that's cute. It's simple. It holds all the business cards, you know. But it's not a statement piece. Mm. It's just here, as it should be. Yeah, it's nice and I don't, simple. I don't usually do watches because I can tell time without a watch. But I understand that those are some of the things that are quintessential to the, the manhood. That's, my beard is for that. I'm not shaving my face no. ever in my life. <laughs> my beard is like my lion's mane. It's not going anywhere. But okay. I, I do believe that it's, it's such an easy formula. But we're not relational anymore. We're weird, to be honest with you. As a society, we're weird people. Very weird. We're we're okaying sexy red to be on stage with no shoes can we, on. With can we talk about it? With no shoes, pregnant with, with stripper wear on. Like, can we can we talk about? Okay, let's talk about that whole song because I hate that song. What song? Because my kids think it's funny. Key? I don't know what it's called. Which one? The ones where you start giving colors to body parts. 
this one's brown and that one pink. Oh, okay. So my kids know I don't play with no none of that ratchet. Like I'm good for hip hop. I, I like lyrics. I'm, I'm not one of them prude preachers where I can't listen to music. I don't play with that ratchet crap because it's a mentality. Cardi B won't let her daughter listen to her song, but got other people's daughter. Although you're not responsible for other people's kids, that would you put out as an older woman? You're you're not you're not in your twenties, Cardi. You're in, you're thirty plus, and you're still talking about I don't cook, I don't clean. Let me show you how I got this ring. But she does cook and clean. Trust me, we watched the videos because her husband put it out there. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was in the, it was a selfie. He was like, look what she's doing. She's cleaning. So I'm gonna tell you why I'm always gonna like Cardi. Oh God. I did not expect that. Come with no expectations. Okay. That's how you always get put me on. Um, I like Cardi because of her drive, her hustle. I don't have an issue with that. I, I like Cardi because she consistently is herself. I I like Cardi because I, I, I watched, I used to watch her YouTubes, her funny, like she's just funny. Like, you know, she's hysterical. Yeah. Like when I think it was Bodak Yellow first came out, I'm like, oh, you could tell somebody wrote this for her, but her cadence, you can't write cadence. You can't write stage presence. So I'm like, oh, she's she's pretty funny to watch. It's for me, and again, going back to that, you know, we forget that we're dealing with people, you know, they got money. That's where she gets grace out of me from. Because you're a person. And I'm not saying grace, it's more so mercy. Grace is the enablement to do, mercy is the other side. Mercy for me, I don't have a place of judgment for her or First of all, I don't even like Meg Thee Stallion. Free the boy Tory. But, I'm with you on oh, that. Oh, free the boy Tory. I am day. with you on that. I'm, free him like, today. Free him. I she so she grew on me, and then she then she I was. Oh no, she never her. grew on me. She grew. It took but a while. Cobra, for her to that most recent song is wild. What what song? Her song called "Look It Up." Cobra. It's it's depth. It's not booty shaking. It's it's it talking. About? Her. It's it's one of them real Jones. Like oh. Now the video still got cheeks in it. So she's like kind of she's she she'd be saying some stuff sometimes. Yeah. And I prefer that, but it's always free Tory. But always, it's always gonna be free Tory. I, always, I love me some Tory. You're, you're not gonna convince me that I like Tory. I like Honda Civic Tory. I like mixtape Tory. Yeah. Like, I'm, go that like. That's what I'm talking like Honda Civic, all that back. That I love Tory. But you know, I get I get looked at different sometimes because whatever. This the the difference in that track for me, you became a person rather than a sex symbol. And that is marketable to me more so than the other one. Because there's booty everywhere. Coochie's a dime a dozen. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. When you show substance, that song was it was on Joe Button's podcast and I had to turn off the podcast to go listen to the song. And I'm like, oh. Cause even Joe was like, yo, this is this ain't that crap that her and Cardi just put out. This is... And the, yeah. the beat was fire. Okay. Shout out to Alchemist. The beat was tough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that. There's another one, um, Benny the Butcher and Lil Wayne. Big Dog. I already love Benny the Butcher. And I love Lil Wayne. I'm gonna see him December 15th. I love Weezy. So, with my man... Listen, just listen to his verse. Made my head hurt. And I'm like, Wayne still got it. Oh, yeah. But, that's, but, this, but this is what I'm talking about. You think he don't? Substance in people. So... I'm going through the list of people I want to talk to this season, season four, and I get down to around your date. And I'm like, I want to ask her. I don't know how this is going to work. All right, just, just shoot it and see what happens. First of all, you responded a lot faster than I thought you were going to respond. 
And then he was like, yo, yeah, let's do it. Da, da, da. I'm like, okay. But that's because I know that there's substance there. Whether he was beating a chick up or being a popular. I'm not beating anyone no, no, up. Past tense. I'm like, I'm what, not beating anyone up. Whether you was beating somebody up or you were just being you. Because I can remember being in the hallway. You knew Nicolette was around somewhere. You Nicolette. knew it. Yeah, I, I said it. I definitely said it. That's not for y'all. You had to be there. You had to be there. It's fit body now. Get right. <laughs> but you had to be, like, you knew that you were around. Mm-hmm. Whether That's I was right. walking past your pod or whatever, you knew you were somewhere. It's almost like you could feel that you were present. I want you to film me. So, I'm like, okay, I'm asking her. I watch her change. She's big lit. She's on stages. I hope that she say yeah. It was so graceful. You were like, yeah, let me know the date. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. And it speaks volumes to not even where you are, but where you're going. You make way for yourself when humility is the course. You make way for yourself when you're approachable. The fact that you stopped my podcast and shifted us into therapy so that now I can't go be a fat person after this is over. No, I'm going to be checking in like, yo... I got I got a pitcher of water in the refrigerator. That's pretty much the rest of my night. I'm good eating. She's ruined my appetite for the rest of the evening. <laughs> I just bought groceries. I can't even do nothing with them because she's ruined my appetite. Yes, you can. Make something healthy. Yeah. I would, you know what? I should have came in and I should have cooked something for you because I know how to cook. First of all, you you uh, ma'am, I know you are an expert in your field. You are tiptoeing on dangerous waters coming into my neck of the woods. Oh, here we go. You gonna cook for me? All right. I'm not gonna I'll hold make no you punches. Deliciously vegan. I'm okay, so that's that's why I didn't mention anything about my life change. I'm not putting a label to it. I don't want to be pescatarian. I don't want to be vegetarian. I want to be healthy, Mike. And healthy Good. Mike. Healthy Mike to me, just because I know what's going on in the food industry, looks more so on the vegan aspect. But I'm not going to stress myself no, don't. to get there. It's not supposed to be stressful. I tell people all the time, vegan for me is fun. That shit, that is mm-hmm. fun. It is fun. It's fun because you like. There's so many. So one of the most creative things that I've done so far, and I can't wait for prep to be over because I want to start posting more of my like recipes. I was and stuff. definitely watching that. Um, I made beef patties out of walnut meat. Okay, I'm going to give you a small disclaimer. She is the aficionado on being healthy. I am not trying to hear that BS with no meat out of walnuts. I've seen it. Okay. You got to you gotta press me because I love tofu. Chickpeas and tofu is my go-to. Oh, have you had seitan? I just had the salad with the seitan on it. It's like a, it's a wheat. Um, it's meat made out of like wheat. Because you, you know when you said seitan, my brain said Satan. It's, so, it's called you gotta help me. It's Satan. Because I'm not putting no it's Satan very, meat on my. I know. <laughs> it sounds no like meat. it, but it's not. And I don't like that people no, I'm, say that. The thing is, and I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. And I said the same thing to Drew, and I've said the same thing to Marcus. Because I respect y'all. Walnuts. That don't look bad, but until you tell me it's walnuts. Walnuts. Like, my brain is only going to receive walnuts. So, I said the same thing to Drew. I said the same thing to Mark. I said the same thing to you. Because I respect y'all for the industry that you're in and what you do and your level of excellence, I'm not going to half-step and approach you. If I know I can't afford it right now, don't hand me no... Shout out to Drew, because Drew shows love. 
He's like, Mike, we'll figure out the money. Just get here. Nah, I respect you too much to do it like that. I'm not looking for no handouts, and I'm not shortchanging nothing. If anything, I want to pay more. She's trying to get her bag and show me this, this jerk walnut meat. Okay, alright. Alright, I guess. You so, see that? You so see that? Y'all can't, y'all, y'all hearing this, that? right? Because she's really going through a phone just showing me walnut meat. Come on. So after peak meat, I'm getting, with I'm me. getting beef patties. If that's you, if it's if that's what you would like. So this is what I would want to have happen. I'm gonna hit you up when it happens. When I decide to make my health transition, my first meal, I want walnut beef patties. <laughs> okay. When I, I want to hit you up, like yo, next week is the week, or whatever. How much it time. better not be like two years from now. Honestly, it's a lot fat. What what I have a poor habit of doing is deciding to get healthy right before Thanksgiving. I'm lying to myself if I think that I might have turned down. I live such a lifestyle where like Thanksgiving is just a day to get with family because it's not about the food for me. Oh, because I got people in my family I don't want to talk to. They just cook good. So you're hilarious. Listen, I'm Native American. On top of that, I don't do Thanksgiving. I do Friendsgiving the day after. I'm going to a Friendsgiving after this. I love Friendsgiving. Shout out to the Friendsgiving. Uh, my boy X about to put on a th- Friendsgiving. It's gonna be lit. Um, it's really, XX. Wait, which X? Oh, I thought you talking about what's his name? X. He be with my brother, my stepbrother Josh Jenkins. Well, that's why do I know that name too? That's my stepbrother, Joshua Jenkins. He owns that store downtown. Which one? Why can't I remember the name? Downtown. I ain't been downtown so long. I wouldn't even know. I'm gonna be honest with you. I fly through downtown now. Shout out to CT Transit. I don't take that no more. <laughs> I be in the V now. I'm out of here. I don't, I don't like getting caught standing still. You are hilarious. Um, I can't remember. But no, I uh, I usually find a way to get healthy right before Thanksgiving or right before Christmas, knowing daggone well I'm going to get orders in to cook. Do not trust a chef that does not taste his own food while he's cooking. He is a liar. Skinny chefs, too. I don't trust them either. But I know better. I know I'm going to have pies to make. I'm going to have peach cobblers to make. I'm setting myself up to have a really destructive fall. Because normally what happens with me is I'll get healthy and life will be happy. And I'll mess up and my self-loathing will kick in. And I'll go all the way back. Instead of just restarting where I was. I'll go back to point zero. Here's the thing, but why are we waiting? I'm not like a fan of waiting. I'm I'm being practical this time. Okay. It's not necessarily waiting. I'm just being practical. Y'all didn't see this vicious eye roll I just received. It's okay. okay. I, I do this in my coaches. No, no, time. I just got put back to the tenth grade show enough. But it's okay. Uh <laughs> I'm not gonna wait too long. You'll get a text sooner than later, like, yo, let's 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 make it happen, Captain. Mm. Drew, I got your workout plan. It's in my phone. It is saved. It is the dad bod workout plan, and I appreciate it. He sent that to me on the fly, which lets me know that I at least have people who care in my village. Absolutely, of course. But, um, your energy is valued. I appreciate it. L O V E. I got. I listened to an interview with Janae Aiko, and Mm-mm, I love her. Don't do that. I love her. Oh God. Whew. You love her. I love her too. Oh, it's something about Shirley Light is so bright. So, who I love her. She yes. So, she was saying she was talking about L O V E, 
And it's living on valued energy. I have it tattooed on me, living wow. on valued energy. And that's how I live. It makes a lot of sense. That might be the next tat. Living on valued energy. That's kind of fun. I had to get it tatted. I was just like, along with my koi fish. You break, because I wanted my hands done, too. I'm... Yeah, I'm going to probably do this whole... I got appointments coming up. I got, I'm 30 deep at this point. I, I got a lot of space to cover. And, you know, I told my wife, if 35, the stomach don't look no different, because now I have a hernia that's making my stomach do a bunch of stupid stuff, tatting the whole thing straight across. All of it. It's going to be a problem. You need to get on top of your health, because you saying stuff so nonchalantly, like it's not... You sound like my therapist. Yes, I say everything nonchalantly. You need to stop. I don't... Take, be more serious. I'm, I'm serious. I just don't like to panic. I don't like to worry about anything. You don't have to panic. But... Anywho, because this conversation can continue so long because there's so many different angles we didn't take yet. Because um, I didn't know I had a Tory supporter in here, which makes my life a little bit even better. Because yeah, I'm so of tired course. of people talking about no free Tory. So stupid. Yeah, free Tory. And he's not gonna fold neither. He's gonna stand ten toes down. But free Tory, because this is stupid. And you're trying to take, you're trying to make sure my man can't come back to America. Y'all corny. Anyway. Oh. Oh yeah, he got, that was part of his sentence. He got deported. He can't come back here. Uh, that's why Jesus. A little, I mean, Jeezy. Uh, Drake's a little upset because technically they both are foreigners coming here. They deported him after his sentencing, so he can't come back here. So if that sticks, then he can't do he can do business here, but he can't come back here physically. So that means we're not getting Tory shows. He's not popping up at stuff. He's not doing interviews and podcasts here. We'd have to do it virtually, which means we get the misfortune of not seeing Tory in person, which is mm. whack. Because I'm, I would love to go to a Tory Lane show. So, Same. There's that. With all your infinite wisdom, and I'm gonna use that. Give them something to hold on to. The people that are now getting out of their cars and walking into their job, and they're thinking about health and therapy and peak week and discipline. Give them something. I say this. Do it. Tired. Do it scared. Do it broke. Just do it. Do it. Don't wait till later. Do it now. It is 7.39, November 11th. Do it now. Like now. What are you waiting for? Tomorrow? What if tomorrow doesn't come? Like... Do it now. Like you can do it now. Set it up now. Make it make it happen now. Make it shake now because you want to be unshakable. Um, do it with pain. Do it alone. Just do it. Honestly. Pain gave me a lot of purpose. And I honestly feel like without purpose I wouldn't have the power that I have to be able to be in people's lives and inspire. Nipsey Hussle said it the best. I say it all the time. The highest human act is to inspire. Who are you? Oh. Because I love Uncle Nip. One thing I live by, and I've left it y'all with this before, and I'll use it again. Um, Ocean Views is a small circle. It's a chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through. When I was down bad, I found Uncle Nip on SoundCloud and it was Ocean Views that I heard first. 
And he said, Ocean Views, small circles, a chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through. That to me is the epitome that keeps me going. Follow through. You can have a beautiful idea. Did you execute it though? Yeah, did you execute it to see if it's going to work, if it's going to fail? Did you even or did try? You just let it drift off into a right, distant right. memory. Nah, if, if the Lord graced your imagination, imagination with this thought, follow through. You know what helps basketball players be great? It's not the shot, it's not the technique, it's the follow through. Mm-hmm. Follow through on what you're going to do. So now that I've mentioned a bunch of names and I've said Fitbody's name enough time, I'm going to be held accountable to not being a fat kid. So every time I go reach for that extra donut, I'm gonna oh no. Like you said, put it down. Let me just I'm gonna start just sending you random pictures of stuff I've put down. I like donuts, so You that wasn't helpful. I do. You tell me you don't All right, you wanna hear something? So okay. I know I inspire a lot of people or whatever. Let's hear the truth. So, um, two days ago, um, this is prior to peak week starting because peak week just started well, peak week technically starts tomorrow, but anyway. It starts today. That's discipline. Start early. Um, I go and I, I, I waitress and I go into work and they have like pastries. I like, I love sweets. I love cookies, cakes, donuts. Those are my, you are those, are, to me. those are like my weaknesses, right? <clears throat> they got pastries and I open the box and there's like two chocolate things. I'm just now starting to get into chocolate, honestly, because I wasn't really a huge chocolate fan, I'm still but, not a huge chocolate but fan. I, I, I've been getting into it. I've been getting into it. There lays <clears throat> an apple crumble something with crumbs and cr- I busted out in tears. I'm a fat girl. Melting. I busted out in tears, crying, boo-hooing because I wanted the apple strudel, but I didn't eat it. You're better than me. Cause... I put it in a Ziploc bag and it's in my fr- freezer waiting for me. Freezer. You're better than me because I don't. I'm a terrible bust that show. down. I real life started crying. That's that that's that inner discipline conflict with your fat kid. Like, mm-hmm. yo, can we please just have a break? Mm-hmm. But neither here nor there, what I would like to do is give you your flowers now. Thank you for the energy being felt. Thank you for showing up. Uh, that was a funny face you just made because you look like the younger you when you did that. And I'm looking forward to the results of this competition. If my vote matters, you already won. Um, this is going to be fun. I get to watch the journey, and that's the best part for me, is watching dope people get theirs. Nothing makes me happier than people getting what they deserve. I'll cry, I'll cheer with you, whatever. When ill people get what they deserve, it does something to my soul. So I'm, I'm praying favor on you, with you, that you get what belongs to you. It's been a long time coming, and I think you, you do a little blessing. So... This has been another episode of Cutting Board. I love you all. Thank you for rocking with us. I don't even know what our time looks like because dope people have dope conversations. Uh, I love you guys. We have one or two more episodes so the season is over, depending on what people's schedule look like. Season five, y'all not even prepared what I have laid out. Thank, thank you for the change of process improvements. Thank you for rocking with me. And, yo, we'll be back. Peace.